The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all of you Get a beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture To give artists and businesses more exposure Keeping it real and stay solid just like a boulder It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer Moreover, success my older And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll We'll be on the whole Different vibe though, we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rock the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dope, and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. My favorite aunt in the world who is part of the reason why I do this podcast, uh, she was a teacher. Mm. And the hardest woman I've ever had to deal with in life. But I appreciate it because she kept it a buck. Like, she kept it 100 way before it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's the reason I speak this way. Uh, she would come to me and say, no one needs to know where you're from by the way you talk. If you can speak well... It will open doors for conversations where people will want to know where you are from because of the way you speak. Be the exception to the rule, which is why I got that written on my wall over here. Um, and that went for at first I was like, that's offensive. Like, what if I want to sound country? What if I want to say ain't all day? You know what I'm saying? And she was like, nah, you'll see when you get older. And sure enough, she was absolutely right. People approach me all the time. Where are you from? And that opens the door for me to tell my story and talk to them and be more personal to them yeah it's it's one of I guess for me as a teacher and and then because I came in so young because I think I started at like 23 so yeah (laughs) I started at 23 in the classroom um teaching like eighth graders out of all the grade levels it was like seven and eight because I had an elective eighth grade what like 13 14 yeah so 13 So yeah, anywhere from 12 to like 13. That's that's what I had. And um you have to be tough. Yeah. So yeah, Let like me know if that air bothering you. So my time. mom probably say all the time that it like uh, I'm the mean one. <laughs> I'm like you I have to be, mm-hmm. but it's with love though. Like they, you know, like they understand. Um honestly, teaching has to be a calling. Like I agree. Lord knows you got to have the patience of Job in order to get through this <laughs> job. I mean, it is a tough to Job. cookie. Yes. You literally got, I tell people, I'm like, I literally have to have the patience of Job and the attitude like a black woman in order to get through this job. is 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 no i mean yeah i mean it's straight like i have to be tough and i have to be stern but also at the same time i'm loving and i'm understanding to compassion yeah you you have to be compassionate because these kids go through some stuff that you honestly just would not believe or the ideal that school is the only opportunity that they get to actually be a kid Mm. and so 
you have to be lenient and understanding of those situations. And if you're not doing that as a teacher, then you don't need to be teaching. I've, I think I met plenty of teachers, you know, that I just honestly personally felt like, I don't think you need to be teaching. Because if you're just here for the paycheck, or if you're just here to fuss and whine and complain about certain things, then you don't need to be here. Mm. Because if you don't know how to deal with every type of student, then this probably is not the ministry for you. It probably started it's out the as ministry. It started out as that. It may have started out for you that way, mm -hmm. but over time, you know, people come across a lot of negative Nancys. That's why I call them. And when you get and when you get consumed with those negative Nancys all the time, then I think that's what changes you mm. as a person. You know, I I think that's what changes you. Okay. So, you know, I never try to seek after the awards and all of that um, for me as a teacher, you know, the accolades or whatever, those are great. But to me, the real true accolade is when they come back and be like, you know, I still remember this. Or um, they have to come and find you in your classroom and they have to bother you <laughs> when they come back. Um, you know, those are their ways of saying thank you. Mm. Or maybe you'll have their parents to be like, you know, thank you for, you know, looking out for such and such, you know, during that time. Like, I know they were a handful, but you stay with them and just thank you for doing it. And I'm like, hey, no problem. You know, that's what, you know, I was there for, for that particular time in your, you know, your child's life. So I think it's, um, it, it's really a, a ministry. At 100%. the end of the day, yeah. A thousand percent. Um, my boy, a good friend of mine, wrote a status on Facebook. He was joking, but people shared it because it was comical. He was saying, you know, in this period where everybody's at home with their kids, people forget that they only see a certain side of their kids. But as time passes and you're with them more often, he said, I want to apologize to my daughter's teachers you were a thousand percent correct. I see it firsthand now after three days. Swear to God, this got shared about 40 times, but he was being dead ass serious. Te teacher Appreciation Week yeah, is going to be totally different now because man. of people just have being at home. And everything. We're going to be, we're going to get it next year. I just feel it because I was like, they're going to get songs made. Lord, you know how I many times we said X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but, um, Kids are crazy because I realized that with certain kids, like they'll act a certain way in one teacher's room and then go oh, to another yeah. teacher's room and be a totally different person. But that's because kids, period. They do that with parents. Yeah, they do it with parents mm -hmm. too because they come in and, you know, be this total little angel, mm -hmm. whatever, or put up the impersonation of one. They know exactly how much yeah. tape uh -huh. to use. They, they know what boundaries to push uh -huh. with certain people. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've, I've seen it like... I don't know, too many times, especially doing, like I said, with middle school kids, because that's the most experience I've had in which they can come to my room and be totally fine. Mm. And then they go to another teacher's room and tear that place apart. And all they I do is just stand there and look. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Right. And so, you know, it just goes back to 
like I said, with teaching, it all it lays down that foundation of, I guess, classroom management and, I guess, personality mm-hmm. and stuff. Because, I guess, I, I don't know, sad to say, I think some of my kids probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> like, they really, really probably thought I was crazy. But, I mean... My favorite um, teachers were eccentric, though. Yeah. is is one of those, it's like, you know, I may yell, but you don't want me to yell. <laughs> like, just sit down, you know, chill out. You, you are a reflection of what the class is doing. That's the way I see the teacher. If you are calm and showing stillness, it'll get reciprocated back to you. If the class is disru- disruptive, you're not just going to be screaming when everybody quiet. You're screaming because you your volume is not enough at that time. So mm-hmm. that's why you're elevating. So just like Escalation and Batman reference. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're only as much a tool of that situation that you need. We got to have fun with them too. Like, um, they're not little slaves now. No, like you got to have fun with them. I mean, um, they are kids. Yeah. Like they have questions about something and they're like truly, truly serious about wanting to answer to it. I mean, honestly, I will waste the class period just talking about it. I mean, cause it's fine. Cause I'm like, they have to know it because guess what? They're probably not getting taught, you know, um, talked about you know at home Mm -hmm. so hey we can have a simple conversation about a current event you know if you want to um you know just certain boundaries i play but um we do that um i know for me i would probably give some of my kids nicknames just know to like remember them yeah yeah like i had a crew when i first talked they wanted um teletubbies Are you for real? That's hilarious. Teletubbies was the was the thing. Okay. And one on one to be red, and the other one was like, I'm purples. And I was like, okay, cool. And the sad thing about it is, if I see them now, I do not know their name, but I remember the nickname. That is hilarious. <laughs> they'll know though. Yeah. You could yell it in a crowd uh-huh. and they'll turn around. Uh-huh. That's yeah. kind of cool though. That's um that's building rapport with a student though. Yeah, you have to. And eh. and not to cut you off, going back to what you were saying about the current event, I think that's vital. Because the conversation you have then could be a waypoint for them. They might be at a fork in the road in the decision, whether it be their lifestyle or career choice. Mm-hmm. Because there's plenty of times when I was in college, well, in college, Jesus Christ, when I was in high school, 9-11 occurred. I was a freshman. And they literally, like you said, stopped the lesson for that day and talked about it. What it was, what do you think it was, where do we go from here? Because those are those society building questions you need to instill in the younger generation. Because you're going to get old and they're going to be in power one day. Mm-hmm. And that's going to stay with them. You need to keep that going. So. Yeah. Like, so with my kids, for them, because of science, we did Katrina. Um, mm. Because a lot of them were either born the year of Katrina or, um, you know, right afterwards. So okay. they honestly didn't know, like, why was just such a big deal? And, mm. you know, stuff like that. And, like, what is a hurricane? You know, so... We use that, you know, as Damn, a. That was in two thousand five. Mhm. Damn. Yeah, you gotta think. I old, I taught bro. that. Yeah, I taught I that old. crew. <laughs> I, I'm I'm teaching that gen, you know, that, that generation. generation. Damn. Mhm. And I remember that. That's crazy. I man, I'm old. I'm old. Uh, some of them were born um, with nine eleven. So some of them were mm-hmm. born two thousand and one, two thousand and two. So they didn't, you know. 
they, they didn't know. knew of the event, but not yeah. the gravity of that event. Mm-hmm. The lives lost that. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, we're kind of in that period again with this. This is one of those staples of the year because you know what's crazy? 2020 was hyped up to be this like awesome, awesome year. Awesome year. <laughs> it, it, it's 2020 has been like the final started all, all years, bro. Just wrong. The end of January just kind of Kobe. Yeet! <laughs> like, and it just went from it just, there. It was a, it's been a domino effect. Um, Man, I didn't know Kenny Rogers that. died. Did you know Kenny Rogers died? Yeah. See what I'm talking minute, about? When did Kenny Rogers die? Kenny Rogers. I can't look him. I'm recording you on my phone. Look up. <laughs> Kenny Rogers died. When did he die? Like this year? Yes. Like a couple weeks ago. Really? Exactly. Huh. People are going, man. And then, and it's like, <laughs> it's like 2020, another one. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, uh, yeah, I ain't lying. What day did he die? He just died? I, I did thought it was a week that. ago. But yeah, he, yeah, that was a week ago because it's the, damn, it's the 30th, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, died a week ago. But we was wrapped up in this little the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And did you know Italy has confirmed 10,000? Mm, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the deaths are bad that, there. That is crazy. It's, it's just one of those things. It, it kind of makes you, that's what I'm saying, even be more present in oh, the yeah. now. That clock is winding. Now. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Say what now? Oh, he's over there? Yeah, uh, her and her uh, husband. Oh, man. I, my prayer's out to him. Like, it was a, to a point where um, one of the governors there was, like, parked on the street, standing outside his car, and if he saw people walking, he was yelling at them to go home. That's dedication. Like, you don't see Governor Ivy out this bitch just chilling, like, yo, you go home. Nah. Like, and um, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be kind of controversial. I feel sorry for Trump. Because this is a lot of shit you got to deal with. Just this. You know what I'm saying? And being in a situation where you got to make decisions to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. You ever try to get like five black people happy together? It's hard. But you got to get all black people, all white people, all Asians, all Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't envy him at all. Like, I, I'm i like, whew, wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. What the end of the day, it goes back to choices, I think. Um, that you have to make, you know, when you decide that you want to get into a position like that, Mm -hmm. you know, you, and I think, you know, I don't know if I'm, you know, don't, I'm just coming at out as my opinion. Be candid. You have to, you can't run the United States like you run a business. That is absolutely correct. This nation is not a fortune 500 company. It is not. It is told, you know, you have to have compassion, you have to be understanding, and also at the same time, you have to be this strong leader. Sounds like you have to be a teacher. You know, oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as a, I mean, as a teacher, you have, it, you have the moments in which you just have to be honest. You mm-hmm. know, you can care less if somebody's feelings get hurt. Well, to me. I care less if your feelings get hurt at times because you have to be honest because it goes back to, you know, choices and decisions. Mm. When you decide that you want to let a certain thing go in order to help out your budget, it's coming back now to bite you in the butt. Mm. 
um, is coming uh, also that I can understand with him trying to keep the public calm mm -hmm. about the pandemic, but don't downplay the pandemic. Like, you know, oh, it's not, you know, at first they were saying, well, it's not that bad and there's no reason to, you know, have um, to fear it and, you know, we're trying to control. But at the same time, it's like, how long has this pandemic been going on? And the news media, nobody knew about it. Mm -hmm. And all those people that was coming back and forth from, you know, China and then, you know, Europe and then, mm -hmm. you know, and then we had like down here, for example, we had Mardi Gras. Yeah, we did. How many people from different countries and nations were here? Exactly. In our establishments with our kids. Mm -hmm. Absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. um, the way I look at that situation is like this. Um, I think with how he handled it, he was going to be damned if he did and damned if he didn't. Mm. Um, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Not Not discrediting what you're saying. I agree with you a thousand percent. But I look at America as a bunch of children. There's different <laughs> kids. Not not trying to play into what you said, but literally, I feel like... We're hard-headed. Exactly. We, we as are. As you can see. We're very hard-headed. Um, but also, at the same time, we're not taking it... Um, I guess, if the government is not pushing it out to be as, you know, hardcore, like, you know, like China and, you know, places like that are pushing it out, then we're not going to be that serious about it. Mm. Like, it's like people are serious about it, mm. but at the same time, they're not too serious about it. Like, if you're going to wear gloves and a mask, don't wear the same gloves that you wore at one store Let me tell you to something. another store. Common sense ain't common. <laughs> and we're just gonna leave that there. Um, Cause yeah, I've seen a lot of that shit. I've seen a lot of that. Um, or while the glove is on, interacting with your face and mouth, I was like, just just throw the whole person away. Like you, you, that, you failed. You failed. You know. Um, and what's interesting about it is people are so scared that they're lashing out people at people that are not as afraid. The only reason I'm not as afraid is because I've been here before. Um, it wasn't to this magnitude, but I know the protocols of what I need to do. My mom's on an RN. She gave me the rundown when I was a kid. Yo, wash your hands, wash your face, hot water. Say your ABCs when you wash your hands to make sure it's long enough. Um, hand sanitizer on deck. Um, if you go out anyway, anywhere, try to go where it's not crowded. It's just you. Get in, get out. So when I told somebody, oh, I'm, I'm straight, I'm good. I know I've been here before. I know what to do. What do you mean you've been here before? I'm like, look, I'm prepared. I had tissue anyway. I'm just <laughs> here to get my cereal so I can stay home and be cool and just go on about my life, you know. But I'm, I'm just, I understand in this, in this age where people's lives are changing suddenly, they just don't know where to lash out. People don't know how to adjust to change so quickly mm -hmm. and so it's one of those things which if it's a quick change the one thing that you don't need to do panic. is panic and freak out yep and what is the one thing that we naturally go ahead and do we freak panic and freak, and freak out <laughs> and so it's like you know take it serious you know of course like wash your hand like everyone you should have been washing hands in the first place mm -hmm. But I think it's one of those things like um, 
like for me as a teacher, when parents use to still send their sick kids to school. Oh, that's some bullshit though. That's some inconsiderate. Keep them at home. You know, but um, at the same time, parents is like, you know, I don't have nobody to watch my kids and I got to be at work and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if your child is like still running a fever, folks, and coughing and yeah, you you getting other people sick. Mm-hmm. And so... And the situation doesn't go away. And, no. It, it's been many a times which I've caught the flu. <laughs> yeah. Being oh, at work. Oh, being around all them different And kids. you've been around Jeez, kids. And yeah. I hope you take vitamins, man. Uh, I'm so... I I'm like the worst with vitamins. But I, I, you know, get the flu shot, you know, and just try to keep services clean. Now, with high school kids, it's different. Like, when they sick, they stay home. Yeah, because they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mid- middle school kids is like if the parents like you breathing, you you don't have a fever, you just sneezing or whatever, you get on that bus. Yeah, take your high school. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things which is like you just contaminating. All right. Other you're, people. You're, you're corona in us. So um yeah, I, I agree with you. A thousand percent I think it is inconsiderate, which is why I appreciated my mom. And I think it was because she was an R N and an L P N for like all my life. She understood. And I genuinely, genuinely like going to school anyway. Mm-hmm. I love learning. I'm weird. I'm a nerd. So that was, that was my shit. I mean, I'm like that. Uh, don't point at me. Yes, <laughs> I'm a nerd. I'm, I'm like that the nerd. By the way, I just saw it. Bob's that that's his favorite oh, T-shirt awesome. ever. He loves Bob, that Bob's Burgers shirt. Like it's a conversation piece. But awesome. But um, yeah, I'm that nerd too. It's I love okay. school. Um, yes. I love books. So that's what's up. Yeah. Nothing like learning. Of so, course. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to say your name and get your name wrong. How do I pronounce your name? Takin. I want to be sure. Because <laughs> I was not about to guess and then be. And oh, be I have had my name butchered See? so many times. You know, See? in school, how the, the sub be going on a roll and you and know your paused. name is coming up and mm-hmm. then she paused. You ever it's get excited because of that pause? <laughs> right, let me see what they do. Let's see what they come up with. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's Takin. Oh, okay. Thank you, honey, because I sure know what you name. I get my name pronounced wrong all the time, and it's basic as fuck. I, I get Germany, Jeremy, and I'm like, where? where? It looks like Jeremy. I, apparently, apparently not. I, I stay ahead to correcting people. Um, yeah, that is probably my number two pet peeve. People that call me Jeremy. I don't. Where Where do you see germ? Where do show it to me? Show it to me. Um, but I digress. 